Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the Janelle B. Stewart podcast. I am your host, Janelle B. Stewart, an award-winning beauty editor. The Janelle B. Stewart podcast is a weekly lifestyle podcast designed to educate, empower, and engage. Episodes touch on various topics of our lives, including health and fitness, love and marriage, entrepreneurship, parenting, self-love, and much more. My goal is to have you feeling uplifted and inspired after you listen to each episode. So happy new year. Happy new year, everyone. It is 2017. I am so excited about 2017. I have so many goals as it relates to my personal growth, my career growth, my relationship with my husband, my home. I have so many different goals. I have so many. And I am just very excited to bring you this Healthy Living podcast series that you can use to help motivate you and help you achieve some of your goals, especially the ones that are related to health and fitness, which as someone who is constantly trying to stay in the best health possible, I always have health and fitness goals. I always have health and fitness goals. So if you have not purchased the workbook, if you didn't even know about the workbook, there is a workbook that goes along with this podcast and two additional podcasts. And all of these podcast episodes are going to be on healthy living. It's really an important topic for me as someone who has lost 100 pounds. I want to be able to bring you great content and I want to give you information to support you in having your best life. Like I said, my platform is for empowering, engaging, and educating, and I want you to be uplifted. And I feel like the best way to do that would be to bring something to you that you can utilize and take away from this podcast to help you be the best you possible. So with that being said, the podcast workbook is available for purchase and I highly recommend you get it. I took a lot of time into it, putting it together because I wanted it to be super special for you. So check it out. It's very affordable and it goes along with, like I said, this podcast. So I will make references to the workbook that if you don't have it, you're missing out. So I highly recommend you stop right now, go and get the podcast workbook. It's on my website, JanelleBStewart.com. Or you can click the link right in the description of this podcast and you can get it. And then, of course, come back and finish listening. So this podcast episode, we're talking about journaling. If you missed the very first podcast episode for the Healthy Living series, I want you to go and check that one out first because that is the first episode in the Healthy Living series. And in that episode, I talk about how you can lose 100 pounds. I mean, come on, I did it so I can talk about it (laughs) and I want you to be able to lose 100 pounds or 50 pounds or 20 pounds or five pounds, like whatever your goal is, I wanna help you get there. And in this one, we're talking about journaling. And I ta- I touched very briefly on journaling in the first podcast. So in this one, we're getting into it in more detail. So if you have the workbook, go to the journaling section now. And I want you to answer the first question there about what comes to mind when you think of journaling. And I want you to take some time to answer that and then continue listening to the rest of the podcast. But for everybody else... What comes to mind when you think of journaling? 
when I first thought about journaling, um, I actually first started journaling back when I was in college in 2005. So it's been seven years since I've been journaling. And journaling has been a strong and a very integral part of my weight loss experience as well as my weight loss success. And I remember back in 2005, I got into journaling through a weight loss program called LA Weight Loss. That program is not around today, but if you are around my age, I'm 31, you probably did hear about LA Weight Loss seven years ago, or maybe even as late as like, you know, five years ago. So that's how I got into journaling my food. And I was in college at the time. So I would say when I think about journaling, if I go back to that mindset, I would say journaling is work. It's a lot of work. And I think for me at that time, you know, being in college and having so many responsibilities as it relates to schoolwork, I had a part-time job, I was an RA in the dorms. I actually was an RA in the dorms and had a part-time job at the same time. Shh, don't tell nobody. (laughs) But It was a lot of work. And even today, as someone who has been journaling for seven years, there are definitely times when I go in and out of my motivation to journal because I know it takes a lot of time. And I think one of the reasons, too, why I kind of go back and forth with being really good at journaling and then not being not so good is because journaling makes you accountable. Like, it puts in your face what you're really doing. And if you're committed to it, you will write down every single thing that you're eating, thus making you feel a little bit embarrassed at times about what you're doing. Now, regardless of what you wrote down in your workbook about what you think journaling is, the truth is a weight loss journal can be anything you want it to be. The weight loss journal that I used back in 2005 to track my food, it looks nothing like the way that I journal now, you know, and what I used to, what I journaled maybe three, four years ago looks nothing like like how I journal now. So your weight loss journey can be anything you want it to be, but above all, you know, whatever you decide how you're going to use it, Your weight loss journey should be a positive resource that helps you strategize for success. That's what it is. That's what it is. It is your way to plan out how you're going to be successful in your weight loss journey. And I believe wholeheartedly in journaling because it works. It worked for me. I've lost 100 pounds, my loves. In my life, I've gained weight and lost weight on so many occasions. Some Several times it was because I, was, I had my children. I got pregnant and ate a lot and then I had to lose the weight. But there were other times where it was just, it was all me. And you have to be honest with yourself when you journal. Another great benefit of journaling is your weight loss journal encourages you to take the time to connect with yourself. When you're writing the things in your weight loss journal, You have to be honest about what you're writing. You have to think about what you're feeling. And I'm the type of person that in addition to just journaling my food, and I will get into the different ways to journal, but in addition to journaling my food, I also journal my thoughts. I write down in my journal, just like you would in a diary, some of my feelings and my thoughts. I also look at my behavior patterns and Anything that can encourage me that I see online or in a magazine, I put them in my journal. But we'll get into that in a moment. So 
over time, when you have been journaling for a while, your journal becomes a record. It is a record of what you've eaten, what you've done, but most importantly, it is a record of discovery. Discovery of what thinking motivates you, of what strategies work for you, and of what you plan to do in the future. So I love reading fitness magazines, fitness websites, fitness books, and uh, I follow like a ton of fitness pages. If you have not heard about my fitness page, it's called Healthy Janelle, and I have a Healthy Janelle Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I read an article from Shape where the registered dietitian, her name is Stephanie Middleberg, and she actually lives in New York where I am from. And she said, hands down, those that record their food intake in detail are far more successful than those who don't. It shows a level of commitment, mindfulness, reflection, and honesty. And I could not agree with that anymore because when you are journaling, you are literally being as honest as you can. You should be as honest as you can. I know I've had moments when I'm not telling the complete truth. Like I know I had a little bit more of that cake than I really did. But at the same time, I had to accept that. Like I was lying to myself. So you gotta be down for the commitment and you have to be as honest as possible if you really do want to be successful in journaling. Also in that same article from Shape, there was a study done at Kaiser Permente Center for Health and Research, which the study reported that keeping a food diary can also double a person's weight loss. So for example, Those of you who are looking to lose 10 pounds, and I have a reporting from another study here. It was a study done in the Journal of the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. It found that women who consistently wrote down the foods they ate lost about six pounds more than those who didn't. Wow. (laughs) I mean, that just goes to show you that taking the time to log your food is definitely an important practice that we should really build on. But, 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 but let me say this. It doesn't matter how much you journal your food and your workout. You actually have to stick with it when it's time to eat. So let's just not, let's not forget that. I don't want to make you feel as though all you're going to do is journal and now you're going to double your weight loss or you're going to lose six more pounds than someone who's not. That's not what I'm saying. You actually have to put in the work in the kitchen and in the gym or wherever you work out once you've committed to journaling. Now I want to go into how I journal and how I recommend for you to use journaling. There is a section in the workbook for you to get some ideas and to come up with this discovery of how to best use a workbook. I really want you to be able to think outside of what you might be thinking, which is just track your food and track your calories because no way, like that does not work for me. First of all, let me just get into the whole calorie thing, y'all. I cannot count calories and it's not because I'm incompetent and I don't know how to add up numbers. Obviously, (laughs) that's not the reason. I just cannot count calories because counting calories has, it's created horrible behaviors for me. And that's why I said one of the reasons like I use journaling is to track my behaviors is it it just creates horrible behaviors. Here's Here's a perfect example. 
I'm counting calories and all I want to do is restrict the amount of calories because if I restrict the amount of calories, then I'm going to lose more weight because I'm eating less food. That's a horrible behavior. And it is the worst thing you could do to your body is to try to restrict your calories so low that your body is literally starving. And I've done that. You know, I would not say that I'm someone who has had an eating disorder. I will preface it by that. I do not have an eating disorder. I'm not, I've never been bulimic or anorexic or anorexic. And I've always been a little heavy, but I've managed to lose it and then I gain it back and so on. Because my habits have never really stuck. However, restricting calories never works for me. I will restrict them too low. I've restricted my calories to a thousand calories. I've had it a little bit higher, but still very, very low at 1300 calories. And it's just a very bad place to be when you're restricting your calories that much. You don't feel good about yourself. You don't feel good about the food choices you make because you're trying to consume so little, but also try to get as much in. So another bad behavior that counting calories did for me was I would save calories in order to eat something really unhealthy, something that was completely garbage and junk. So for example, if a banana and a bag of grapes are about 200 calories, I would say to myself, I'm not going to eat the banana or the apple or the or the grapes, excuse me, because I want to eat uh, some cookies. And I think, um, if I remember correctly, Oreos, I can have like three or four Oreos for 200 calories. So I would literally avoid eating the healthy, nutritious banana and grapes as a snack throughout the day because I wanted to have four Oreos later. That's what I'm talking about. Like I would save up these calories and I would literally steal them from my body because I'm I'm robbing my body of healthy, nutritious banana, healthy, nutritious grapes or whatever else it might be because I want to eat garbage like Oreos. And you know what? The thing is, is I love me some Oreo golden thin Oreos. I love me some golden thin Oreos. I'm not saying like don't ever eat Oreos if you're on a diet. I do believe in you having a really good healthy foundation where your relationship with food isn't one of restriction. I believe in eating healthy food in abundance, but you should not have to be to the point where you're like, Am I going to have the Oreos or am I going to have the fruit? The, the choice should always be the fruit. And you should have the unhealthy choices built into your diet so you're not being deprived of them to the point where you're saving up calories like I was. So I say all of that to say that counting calories is a behavior that does not work for me. So in my journal, I do not write down calories. However, there are people who can totally write down the calories of their food and their good. They don't have ridiculous calorie goals like how I did, you know, two to 1,000 calories. Why? That's ridiculous. They are more real, real practical. And I, I feel like when I journal the food I'm eating versus how many calories are in the food, I make way better choices. So I'll put down the healthy foods that I want to eat. And if you're in the workbook, go to the section about the healthy foods that you love to eat. And I want you to write that, write those down. 
because there were so many healthy foods that I really liked to eat. But when I focus on the calorie, I was taking those healthy foods out of my diet because if I'm counting the calories, then I can eat whatever I want, even if it's unhealthy because it's all about calories in, calories out. And that's not true. According to Dr. Jessica Bartfield, she's a bariatrician at Loyola University Health System. She actually reported in an article that I read um, in CNN that... There's a lot of more other factors that affect your eating than just calories in and calories out. She talks about your, your hydration, your sleep duration, sleep patterns and emotions, and your hunger levels. And I've also read on numerous websites about how each calorie is not the same. Yes, in the literal form, one calorie is the same as one calorie. But what your body does with the calories is extremely different. What my body is going to do with 200 calories from fresh fruit versus what my body is going to do with 200 calories from uh, refined carbohydrates, which are just basically sugars, is totally different. And that was something that I could not understand because I just didn't have the knowledge base. So in the workbook, I want you to write down some of your favorite not so healthy foods because I want you to also include those foods in your diet, in your journal, like pick a day in the week where you're going to enjoy some of the things that you enjoy eating so that you're not deprived and it gives you something to look forward to. So when it comes to journaling, for me, I'm not focused on how many calories are in the food, but how much of the good foods I'm consuming. Another way that I love to use my journal, my journal is like my secret weapon to protect myself from those people out there that want to sabotage my diet. You know who they are. They're called mom who's inviting you over for dinner, your best friend. She wants you to go on a lunch date with her, your co-workers who are bringing in all those nice, delicious pastries in the morning and offering them to you, your, your husband who wants to order pizza in Chinese. I use my journal to protect me from these people because they are... They, they're out to get me. <laughs> and I want you to do the same. If you know something is coming up, whether it is a wedding, a birthday, you're just going to celebrate something with a friend or your family member, your anniversary, or you're going to be away on vacation, you have to travel, whatever that thing is that's coming up, I want you to use your journal to plan ahead. There's no reason why you should wait until you're in the moment of these things to figure out what you're going to do. You have enough time before any of these things come up for you to decide. And you can also decide if you do want to even do these things and you can journal why you're not doing it. And I think that's fair. That's you have goals. If you have goals of saving up for a house, you are going to commit yourself to saving, right? You're not going to go to the mall every Saturday looking for what's new and what's on sale. You're not going to go online and do all this, you know, internet shopping. You're not going to do those things because you're saving for a house. Now, why is it that when it comes to your health and your fitness goals, you're going to not limit what type of social events and activities you do? I'm not saying don't go to these activities because you did hear me say plan ahead. If you are having a difficult time with the social events and managing your weight loss, then planning ahead could also mean planning not to go 
or changing the plans. Girl, can you just come over here? Bring your food with you. I'll eat my healthy food. And we call it a night. You know, I'm just giving you ideas and examples on how you can plan ahead and use your journal to do that. Now I want to tell you about a woman who used journaling to lose half her body weight. Half. That's 50% of her body weight from journaling and the success that she had with journaling. Uh, I read this article on CNN and her name is Charmaine Jackson. It's so funny because when I read the name Charmaine Jackson, I just assumed she would be black, (laughs) but she wasn't. So it was just, I just wanted to point that out. Anyway, let me get back to the topic at hand. So Charmaine used to be 260 pounds and now she's 130 pounds. She lost half her weight and most of it is due to journaling. Of course, self-motivation and all that is important, but I can't believe that Charmaine lost that much weight. I don't even know what it would be like to be 130 pounds. I've never seen that number. In fact, I've never seen less than one, like 65. Um, But Charmaine says, journaling has really helped me to get an idea of what my behaviors are, what my patterns are. How can I make change for myself for good? You wouldn't see it unless you look at it over time and you really get a chance to see this worked and why. So she's referring to her diet choices and so on. But I agree with Charmaine. When it comes to my journaling The motivation is always there at the very beginning because, of course, you are doing something that's brand new. And I understand that when you're doing something for a while, you start to get a little complacent. But when you start losing weight and you get on that scale every week that you weigh in and you see that you've lost weight and your journaling was on point, you are going to be so happy with yourself. You're going to be so proud of yourself. And in those weeks when you do not lose weight and you hit a plateau You will, of course, be down on yourself, but you have that journal to go back to, to look and say, where did I mess up? Where did things go wrong? What could I do better in this week coming forward to not hit another plateau week? And I can push through and push past that. That's what journaling allows you to do, that if you don't journal, you just cannot. You can, of course, kind of pick point it, you know, it it definitely was the pizza night that had me gain weight. You can say that, but if you were journaling, how likely is it that that pizza night would have even happened? You know what I mean? Maybe it was the extra cake that I had at the birthday party. But if you had journaled, how much cake would you have really had? Would you have had the cake at all? So I actually have my journal here that I've been using since 2014 and I go back and forth to using it and not using it and a few things that I have in my journal that have motivated me a lot are quotes. So if you're in the workbook, I want you to look at some of the quotes that you can see throughout the workbook and I also want you to take the time to add in your own motivational quotes so that you can have those for when you start journaling. Use use the workbook to write it down. That way you'll have it for when you start journaling. And motivational quotes have been a godsend for me because they literally are like, what, six words, sometimes maybe a little bit longer, maybe 10 words. And those 10 words or six words are so profound in my life, in my journey, in the success that I'm having. And when I'm feeling down or not motivated, those quotes help to inspire me again. So I love quotes. 
I want you to look at the quotes that I have in the workbook. You can use them for yourself. They're not only for me, and most of them I didn't even make on my own, but I want you to use motivational quotes to get you through the tough times. There, I'll share with you a few of the quotes that, that really pushed me through my um those days when I'm just not really into it. So my first quote that I always, always tell everybody is you can have results or excuses. You cannot have both. And that is one of those quotes that makes you say, yes, honey, preach, because it's so true. You can have results or excuses. You cannot have both. So get into it. Get into it. (laughs) Let me look through here and see what are some of the other quotes that I really, 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 really like. Okay, I found another quote that I love. This quote says, I already know what giving up feels like. I want to see what happens when I don't. Marinate on that. Like the emotion that you feel right now when you hear me say these quotes is the type of emotion that makes you get up off your ass to go and do what you need to do. Makes you avoid all of the pastries that your coworkers are bringing in and all the junk food that you pass by when you're driving to and from work. Those are the type of quotes that make you face the reality of the situation. Like you have to be real with yourself. And I write these quotes all throughout my journal I also have a Pinterest board. And if you're on Pinterest, or even if you're not, follow me. It's Janelle B. Stewart, Pinterest.com slash Janelle B. Stewart. And I have a healthy living and a self-love board where I post these wonderful, motivating quotes all the time. Like I do this like every day. It's like my pastime. I love it. It's a hobby for me. So I hope you can see how Simply journaling activities and meal planning can have a profound impact on compliance to your goal behaviors. I want you to use your journal to write your destiny. This is so important. And I hope you feel like you've gotten a lot of information here today in this podcast. If you're using the workbook, please continue to read through the journaling section because I want you to complete all the reflection questions and I want you to get ready and prepared and excited for journaling. And don't forget, if you don't have the workbook, the workbooks are on sale. They will be on sale forever. So at any point in time that you listen to this podcast, regardless of the day, regardless of the month, you can get the workbook that goes along with this podcast. All you have to do is visit JanelleBSteward.com and you can get it. And also don't forget, this particular podcast is podcast number two in a series of three podcasts. So if you missed the first one about how to lose 100 pounds, please go and check that one out. And stay tuned, the third one is going to be coming up next. So now I'll get into the question of the day. Today's question is, how can you use journaling to build a better tomorrow? I want you to answer that question. If you're in the workbook, you can feel free to answer it right in the workbook. If you're not, get the workbook. And if you don't wanna get the workbook, that's fine too. But I want you to tweet me the answer to your question. I want you to tweet me at Janelle B. Stewart and use the hashtag question of the day. 
So now I'm going to get into the reviewer shout out. Yay. I tell you every week, my goal is to get 20 reviews a week. I know you might think that that's a lot. However, if you think about it, three reviews a day is all I need in order to meet my goal. So let me shout out three people from the reviews. The first person I want to shout out is Lini's Line. She rated the podcast four stars and it's titled Great Weight Loss Tips. Great tips to help you stay on track or get on track. Congratulations, Janelle, on your awesome podcast. God bless. Thank you so much, Lini's Line. And the next review that I will read is from The Chris with a lot of S's. (laughs) She rated the podcast five stars. She titled it, Janelle is just the best. I am so glad you started a podcast. I love all of your YouTube videos and it always feels like a good friend is talking to me or giving me great advice. You have inspired me and I'm sure many others in so many ways, fitness, faith, health, and I look forward to your next podcast. And she put a heart emoji. Thank you so much, The Chris. I appreciate your review. And the last reviewer I'm going to shout out today is Boho underscore Mofo. I love that name. (laughs) Uh, She rated the podcast five stars and she titled it Lessons on Life. Great insights with open, honest, and resourceful information. Amazing tips and tricks for the average mom with an added flair of realness. Well, thank you everyone for leaving me such amazing reviews. I do appreciate them. And for those of you listening, and if you want to be a part of the upcoming reviewer shout out, all you have to do is review this episode. You can actually review the podcast more than one time. So even if you've reviewed it before, feel free to give me another review for the episode because I intend to get better and better and better. So I would love to hear your feedback each and every week. I am so excited for the new year. I hope that your new year is absolutely amazing. If you have any questions, feel free to tweet me at Janelle B. Stewart using the hashtag AskJanelle. And I want to leave you with one of my favorite quotes. I did tell you I love me a good quote. My quote is, inhale confidence and exhale doubt. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And as always, I love you for listening. Bye.